we needed this break because everyone's sick with the flu or getting over the flu yes i know because your children gave me the flu yes i'm not gonna apologize it's not my problem i'm not their parent sorry you had to go through that i appreciate that i did get the pneumonia which is why if we're recording right now which i'm not sure but (laughs) we are okay um that is why uh we had to push back our uh, original relaunch date yeah (laughs) it's because i couldn't speak and by she really couldn't (laughs) like caitlin's like oh we can record and i'm like i really can't i was like Peyton, it's not that serious and you're like i can't talk And then you came over here and I was like, oh, you really can't. I really can't. No, I wasn't playing. I had the equipment here like just in case Mm -hmm. because I was just like set on starting off the new year. Then I was like, I'm not going to do that to her. (laughs) Because I really could not speak. So we just sat and read our books. Yeah, it was nice. Otherwise, we're going to have to get signed. On a podcast? (laughs) Yeah, it worked out real well. My plan was Reva and I talk and you would have the whiteboard. Yeah, and that would have been absolutely miserable. Because you're just like writing paragraphs. Graphs. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just got, you just have a lot to say. I do Long have a lot to say. for Peyton to write. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to edit all this out. Anyway, welcome back to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast where we discuss all things fangirl. We are back. We haven't recorded since like mid November. Yeah. Pre Thanksgiving because we took off December for birthdays and Christmas and some other matters that were happening. Um, And then Peyton had the flu pneumonia. I did. The flu-monia, if you will. (laughs) The flu-monia. But we still got together for New Year's. We rang in the New Year. It was really funny because Peyton was just trying to stay awake. Yeah. And (laughs) we're even now, we're just reading our books. Yeah. (laughs) It's midnight. Peyton goes, see ya. I'm off to bed. I was exhausted. (laughs) And I even tried. Like, I took a nap that day because I was like, I know I need to stay up Mm -hmm. till midnight. I was so tired. Mm -hmm. But I was getting over the flu and pneumonia and, like, couldn't speak. So, y'all just can imagine how I felt. Yeah, and we were going to do, like, I I proposed. I was like, hey, let's do a, um, like, get all of our reading done before the new year kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, Reba hadn't met her goal. She Mm -hmm. met it before they came over. But we were still like, let's read. And then Peyton read, like, 250 pages of Kingdom of Ash Mm -hmm. while over here. And like, oh, my God. (laughs) And I started Crescent City 2 and was like, what the fuck? going on like the whole prologue i was like what i know kind of what happened now mm-hmm. i was like who are mm-hmm. these people mm-hmm. but i kind of know now have we met them yet <laughs> who knows we've heard about them anyway peyton hasn't started it yet so caitlin's we being, won't talk too much about crescent city today yeah caitlin's being tight-lipped i finished uh kingdom of ash cried i i did cry like a mul- like at least 10 times at the end of the book you have to tell me when you cried um like, i have a real i have i have a real plan the yes. podcast or for the podcast instinct of like the first time i cried mm-hmm. on kingdom of ash because it just like hit me i told y'all when i started but it was yeah i read it in three days i was obsessed wild (laughs) i Uh, back to our middle school days (laughs) yeah i was obsessed a thousand pages three days that's a lot like what 350 a day well it wasn't fully a thousand pages i think it's like 900 and something oh it's like (laughs) right there yeah it's really close like 998 or something crazy because sjm likes to do that she's like they told me not to write a thousand pages so i didn't so i didn't (laughs) i cut it down to two page like two less pages just girly things (laughs) but like i said we're not going to talk all about crescent city today even though we could yeah i don't know if i could honestly i don't know what happened (laughs) 
me and Reba would be on like on the same boat. Would, <laughs> I'm like, I read it. I'm halfway through the second book, but I don't know what happened. Well, I got some stuff wrong in it too, because the last few pages. Oh the, yeah, the sex scene because I was so like focused in on everything. You're else like, happening. they did it, and I'm like, no, they didn't. Because I was like fast forwarding through that. Because one time I skip over a sex scene because I was like, it I'm not happen. in the mood for it. Like. No, now the second one it's not even that bad yet people are mm. like this one's so much spicier and i'm like y'all calm down i'm listening to it on audio right now like i'm hearing these words out loud mm-hmm. and it's still just like okay <laughs> could be worse <laughs> okay so we are gonna in today's episode we're gonna wrap up 2023 finally you know halfway through january why not it's a great time to reflect and yes. then we're gonna look at 2024 once again halfway through january great time to be like hey here's what i actually plan on doing Mm -hmm. so for me who didn't write down what i said i was going to do for 2024 i'm just i'm winging it wing it i'm gonna have to find my notion i don't have the notion app on this phone right now i mean a lot of my goals are still going to be the same because i didn't do them in 2023 but i added stuff i just can't remember the added stuff (laughs) i didn't do things so i'm still gonna do them but i'm also gonna do more things just girly things okay so we'll start with our 2023 wrap up so i have like different categories like favorites which we usually do in our current obsessions and then i have some other little tidbits so how do we want to do this we just want to like start off with a category and each of us kind of share that's fun by me so that we're not all talking for 10 minutes yeah well that'll end up happening anyway but Uh, with me (laughs) yeah you yeah (laughs) i'm just like and this taylor swift song means this and y'all are like (laughs) i zone out (laughs) Uh, I was going to send you something actually about that. So, uh, about Taylor Swift? It was okay. So, the lead singer <laughs> of Disturbed was like, okay. he saw this girl in the audience, like in the front row. It was Taylor Swift? No. He was like, <laughs> she don't got time for that. He was like, I, I'm making sure you're at the right concert. You know, or did you think you were at Taylor Swift? She was a sparkly dress she, and boots. She was, and he was like, did your boyfriend bring you to the wrong concert? You know, it's not Taylor Swift. And somebody's like booing in the background. He goes, you hush. Taylor Swift kicks ass. And like, keeps on. he's like, I just wanted to make sure you're okay. And then goes back to doing what he's doing. I mean, I could tell where at the beginning of that comment, you're like, but then, yeah, that's funny. Okay. You want to start with favorite? which favorites i have favorite music tvs and movies spotify tvs and movies and then i have stuff about books that's where we want to start i'll let you pick let's do i'm gonna start with a random one tv and movies because that's probably my shortest one so i just like within the past couple years i've never been a movie person and i think before this past summer i hadn't been to the movie theater since maybe early 2020 no late 2019 when i saw like frozen 2 mm-hmm. you know so pre-pandy uh is, was the last time i went to the movie theater but i went this year um i saw the barbie movie which i really liked and i gotta say for a movie that is supposedly just about a plastic doll with big boobs as that guy said at the whatever award show that was i didn't understand what was happening at the end mm-hmm. it just went too deep for me mm-hmm. where i was like this is really sad being a woman sucks yeah and I don't know what's happening right now, but it was great. It had great musical numbers. I actually really enjoyed it. I'd probably rewatch it. And then Reba and I went to the Eras Tour movie, which we talked about on the pod at the time. Um, and that was super fun. I sang my little heart out. And then another movie that I remember that like released this year, besides like any kids movies that I watched this year or last year, uh, 2023. 
Um, another one was Red, White, and Royal Blue, which was a book to movie adaptation. And good. I watched that twice within like a month. And th- that one was cute. It was good. It was a pretty decent adaptation too. So I enjoyed it. As far as TV, once again, I don't remember there being a lot of shows that came out. The ultimate. <laughs> That's I, that's not my favorite list. I gotta say, no. <laughs> my favorite that I watched was probably probably Queen Charlotte. I'm a huge Bridgerton girly. I love Bridgerton. I'm so excited for the third season. I wish it would have come out earlier, but I know what like it couldn't. I'm really mad that it's uh, still a good distance away and that it's in two parts. I think that's stupid. But anyway, with Queen Charlotte, I wasn't originally planning on watching it after seeing the trailers because I don't like prequels and I didn't really care. But then I started it one night because I just like I needed the Bridgerton vibes. And within the first 10 minutes, I was sold. I was like, this is so good. And then the end, the last scene, I think it was, I was bawling like <laughs> I was like I can't it's and I keep on thinking about rewatching it because I rewatched season two of Bridgerton recently and I'm like I don't want to rewatch that again or the first season I should just rewatch Queen Charlotte and I'm like no because then we'll cry again and we don't want to cry yeah we'll make ourselves cry that sounds like a bad time <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh more shows and stuff to enjoy this coming year because it's been kind of a miss for me lately well, I haven't really been uh microphone super- talking to it oh sorry I haven't really been a super big uh, movie person this year, but I have watched a few. Mainly, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went and saw The Boy and the Heron Aww. in, in theaters. That. It's good. It's not my favorite Ghibli, but it's... it's uh, I took a picture of that. It was up on that one place in Hollywood, I can't recall, but there was a big poster of that mm-hmm. up. It's good. It's uh, very fantasy-esque. Um, I don't know where the inspiration was, because usually he's got a story. I don't There's a story, usually, like a... Mm-hmm. book or something behind but anyway besides that i haven't really watched too many movies that were that came out this year I, the first movie i watched this this year or last year was uh weird the the al yankovic story and um because <laughs> i have them right here like my watch list and uh i highly recommend that if you're into parody it's a parody of a parody artist so it's wonderful it's uh right up my alley it's very camp i love camp sounds things. like it it would have to be it's hilarious <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it um i also have watched a lot of documentaries uh pretty baby the brooke shield documentary was really good i think it came out this year and then um a couple more did watch a documentary i watched shiny happy people that one was messed up yeah um when we do current obsessions i got a few documentary recommendations but i didn't watch them in Mm -hmm. 2020 anybody that knows me knows that i felt i was immediately in love with the house of usher fall of the house of usher Mm because i mean when have i not been in love with those kind (laughs) of Uh, shows if Mike Flanagan has touched it it is amazing I got really into anime for a little bit which I'm always into anime but I like could not get enough anime and so I watched um, a few that I recommend is Oku the inner chambers which is a reverse harem and really fun Uh, romantic killer is hilarious like I wish there was more to that but unfortunately there's not another season coming out and then my happy marriage that aired this year is 
absolutely amazing. I highly recommend it. Can't wait for the second season to come out. But yeah, that's it. Uh, we Bye. did watch the ultimatum, but like <laughs> Caitlin said, <laughs> y'all no, should, nothing to write home about y'all. Y'all, sh- y'all should know our feelings on that. Uh, Love is blind. Kind of sucked this this season. This was a bad season for those uh, for the you know the two Satans themselves, Vanessa and Nick, who <laughs> <laughs> were still there. Who were still there. They're still just standing there, waving. (laughs) Blankly, like the robots they are. (laughs) They might be. (laughs) I wonder. You know, sometimes Nick says some things and I'm like, hmm, you're not a human, are you? Yeah, they do have their crying program, though, because they cry sometimes. Yeah, Nick does. It's interesting. Vanessa does, too. But it's, you're always... Unhinged. You're like, why is she crying? Like, what, she's what happened? Unhinged. <laughs> she was on, oh, what show was it? She's on one of the, like, cop shows or whatever. And I was, she was on, like, the NCIS. crossover. NCIS, whatever, whichever one my mom was watching. And she showed up. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, I had a visceral reaction to seeing her. This is like, ah. Oh. I was like, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> um, but besides that, my two favorites right now, What We Do in the Shadows. I have not been able to get enough of What We Do in the mm-hmm. Shadows, which is like a documentary about vampires. Mm-hmm. Or not yeah. a documentary. It's a mockumentary, I should say. Yeah. A mockumentary about vampires. It is hilarious. It is camp. It is everything I need. Yeah. That's, that was one of those that, like, you showed us. And I was like, okay, like, I see the appeal in it, like, personally. Like, it's mm-hmm. not my thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I see why you enjoy it. Yeah. Peyton. This is a nice setup. Thank you. It automatically She's comes with She's going to have to cast it to the screen sometime. <laughs> she was talking about her podcast page. She was like, I have a whole page for the podcast. And I was like, oh. it, it doesn't look nice. Mine doesn't. All. I just have checklists on everything. This. I need it, that template instead of what I'm doing. It comes with uh, It comes with it. It was in. Um, we love Notion. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor us. They kept talking about Notion. So I was like, okay, I need to get me a Notion. Honestly, and then, I would love if Notion sponsored us. I would us. Too. <laughs> There are so many things that I need to sponsor use, us. I tried to convince people around me to use Notion for our research because it's so much easier to organize papers and select categories that mm-hmm. are related to those papers you can easily more easily search for them my thing is and this is going to make them not sponsor us but there's so many options on what to do that my little undiagnosed adhd brain gets overwhelmed and i just go back to using google sheets and stuff other people say that (laughs) that's why when i find these people on youtube who talk about notion and they say they have a free template i don't care if i like the template or not i download it in case i want to take bits from it i do that too (laughs) and i still get so overwhelmed i'm like what do i do there's a gold one i downloaded and it's like you can break it down into tasks and then it shows your percentages and I was like, that sounds so cool. One, I wouldn't keep up with it. Two, I'm just overwhelmed. Oh, so you watched my two. Congratulations. Yeah, Do you not remember us talking about this? I forgot. If I- <laughs> It's probably on an episode somewhere. I also somewhere. watched the live action movie too. Oh yeah, I remember you talking about the live action movie now. <laughs> uh, you were there. Um, There's another one. No, I'm here. having to like figure out what things I actually watched this year and not convince myself that it was 2022. <laughs> yeah, the new uh, Kitchen Nightmares also. <laughs> There's a new Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> Left field. Um, 
Sorry. It's mom keeps like going back and refreshing, hoping that there's a new mm-hmm. episode, but there's only like 10 episodes. And she's like, why is it there more? <laughs> Being we, the great American bacon show holiday we, edition during ooh. Christmas. Oh, we love kitchen nightmares and wife swap. Like I could, and mom does super nanny. I can't do super nanny too much because it feels like real life to me. So like, yeah, like, no, yeah, I get that. I have enough kids stuff, me, but like and my reasons for not really. <laughs> like yeah. my was really good. It's right up your alley. And you're like, that's the problem anytime i read about a teacher i'm like (laughs) i'm not far enough removed from grad school to be able to read this like i have ptsd (laughs) yes if you're wondering i've watched every single episode of kitchen nightmares and i do mean the old one and the new one i'm still trying to catch up on life swap good for you i just love it do you not love it i don't think i've ever watched shit not on purpose maybe it started after another showing up and like what is this it is it is um so it's gordon ramsay i know that Oh, you knew, and he uh, goes around and fixes up. Uh, yeah, I know what it is. Okay, maybe our viewers, or our viewers, <laughs> our listeners don't. Oh, Kitchen Nightmares has Gordon Ramsay, and he goes around and fixes up places. He's like, "You're doing this wrong. You're doing this." Maybe I have like fully watched it before. <laughs> I get all of his shows mixed up, so I don't know what's on. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about it, though, is like the nastiness of their fridges. Uh-huh. Like that gets me every time. I'm like, I will never eat anywhere at thank you a barber that kind of show yeah i don't don't remember what it's called but i've watched plenty of Mm -hmm. episodes like people just leave rotting food like don't uh we'll put like cooked food near uh raw food think twice about (laughs) definitely i'm always where i'm eating and what i pick to eat (laughs) mine well i'm always thinking twice but then i'm like i grew up on this so i'm okay like well i'm eating off the floor it's fine but you also a certain thing every time. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. And it's always very safe things. Yeah. It's always very light. If you get fish from McDonald's, you are a special person. That's yeah. all I'm saying. But it's frozen. Like that may not be as bad as gas station soup. Oh, you get what I'm saying? No. You see, you get what I'm saying? Like, there's a level to it. Mom went to a local restaurant that served guacamole as a Mexican, and the person, like, they make it in front house, in front of the house, hands them their guacamole, and then takes off her glove and is bleeding because she <gasps> cut through herself, like through her glove and cut through her hand, and still handed them the guacamole. <gasps> and mom said can you take that back and make some you know can you get somebody to make mm-hmm. some more or something you know because yeah, i'm not eating that yeah you, so, you need to go take care of yourself so they were sitting at a spot where they could see into uh what is it called the the server alley mm-hmm. in server alley and the manager she takes it to the manager the manager holds it for like 30 seconds a minute that and then comes back out and gives them the same bowl of guacamole where was this forgot oh no yeah <laughs> Yeah. So I've been there twice too recently for someone who does not love Mexican food. I I was taken there against my will (laughs) (laughs) and I had to sit by my bosses. That was Mm, awkward. Anyway. I thought you were at the other one. That's why I didn't say anything. No. It's fine. I'm surviving. I still play it safe. You yeah, you didn't you didn't eat the guacamole. I can't really cut themselves. I watched people eat it, so now I'm a little worried for them. They can't really cut themselves on the cheese quesadilla. I mean, they could. (laughs) It had chicken in it. Okay. Uh oh. 
<laughs> anyway, kitchen nightmares. Kitchen nightmares. So yeah, Gordon, come on over. So yeah, that's the uh, that's one of the shows that I have really really enjoyed. In and that's about all I got as far as TV shows go. Reba, what you been watching? Reba, <laughs> Reba, I need you to focus. Priorities, madam. Um. Well, I have to go to the different places I watch because I don't know what I watch you in 2020. So, um, I do know I watched my happy marriage. As I'm you this past year <laughs> that i forgot yeah <laughs> we could have bonded i was somewhere else the thing is brain. you probably did <laughs> and then I think that and Hidden Love, which is a Chinese romance. I watched those two things on Netflix that were actually new. And then featuring one of the same actresses, this next show came out in 2022, but I know I watched it this year. It's also a Chinese show. It's Love Like the Galaxy. And what a show that was. How many? Oh, it's just 56 episodes. I was like, yeah, it's just 56. <laughs> I don't think you understand Chinese tv shows like (laughs) 200 episodes a season like i you how many adventures do you go on at that point i mean i you know it's really fun with the fantasy ones i will say how long are the episodes 45 minutes to an hour no (laughs) yeah like you gotta devote as bad as watching the movie for me and you gotta think about it you gotta read the whole time because it's not (gasps) in your language I mean, I love reading it. Mm-hmm. Captions. Captions. Lots Oof. and lots of captions. Mm-hmm. That's all I do all the time when it, with shows I watch. Yeah. I just put captions on stuff that where they have an accent. Me too. So, <laughs> uh, fun fact, my sister-in-law, uh, I'll show her a show and she won't, like, she gave me no reaction and I was telling my brother about it. I was like, how dare she? She didn't pay me not one moment. She looked like she was dead inside and he's like, you didn't have the subtitles on. <laughs> she had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, I figured out that you have to have subtitles on or she hates her life. <laughs> Like, I feel that. But I used to hate them. But now I'm like, sometimes, like, if it's either they're talking with an accent or there's just, like, a lot going on, I I need the captions. So I can, like, or, like, book adaptations, I need the captions. So I can see the words that they're saying. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, they said that at this point. Yeah. The other time I spent watching that end up being my favorites are a lot of boys love shows. (laughs) Mostly Thai, but I do have one favorite that's Korean. It's called The Eighth Sense. And honestly, it's a vibe, especially the music, which is why like three of the songs from the show are now on my playlist on Spotify. But that was a good one. Lots of trauma related things in that, but okay. (laughs) Um, Which most Korean BLs are. (laughs) Um, And then I had a few Thai ones, which I had to go back and check if some of the ones I was thinking about were actually in 2023. Um, One was Moonlight Chicken, which it was interesting because this is focused more on like people who have like jobs instead of like other things that are typical throughout Thai BLs, which is like college age thing stuff but this is more like he has his own place his own restaurant kind of going to the wayside he's trying to save it kind of thing it's a lot of a lot of it's a lot different from other ones and then there was a boss and a babe which first workplace one i actually liked out of all the ones i've seen (laughs) because the other one i saw i said screw this i hate the ending (laughs) workplace is so like hard to 
There's a level to it. Well, apparently 2023 was all about workplace BLs. And I was like, why did we pick this for 2023? But okay. The girlies were liking it, except for you. We finally got back into uh, working normally. Um, (laughs) They're like, so we're back at the office. So let's watch stuff about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was a stay-at-home daughter, which is the best job ever, if you have the opportunity to do it, I say take it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But anyway, so dad would come home for lunch, and I'd have his lunch fixed or whatever, and I'd be watching, like, The Office, Parks and Rec, Mm -hmm. Superstore, and he's like, do you just watch TV about people going to work? (laughs) I love that for you. (laughs) And I was like, you're like, I don't have to suffer. Yeah. I was like, this is a fun time. You're like, if I went to work, I wouldn't want to watch this. We are just talking about that. Yeah. And then the last one is actually not a BL, but it is a Thai show, and it's called Enigma. And I'm very, very upset that there were only four episodes, but it's more like a ca- like a case file kind of like mm-hmm. set of episodes. So like this thing is happening with like the dark arts or like voodoo stuff, and like there's supernatural stuff related to that. And uh, it's about this guy who comes to like and figure out what's going on because it's happening in a school. And this girl there ends up helping him, and like they try to like work on the case together. But it's only four episodes. So at the end, she was just like, yeah, I want to help you and go with you. And he's like, no, go live your life as a regular person. It does leave a cliffhanger at the end to introduce like stuff for a next set of episodes, which they did confirm there is going to be like a two, which is great. But it's not going to have like the same girl from the first one, which I don't like. But I mean, maybe she'll be featured. I hope so. Because I really like their dynamic because I like their dynamic in a different Thai show, too, because they've been together as a couple in it. And I was like, dang, I love them as a couple. Mm -hmm. But... I don't know what how the next one's gonna work out they gave us like a little snippet kind of like teaser of it so it's gonna be kind of like another case thing but i don't know how it's cool and that's pretty much my favorites as far as that because i didn't have a lot of time to watch things (laughs) (laughs) you had more on there than i had on mine I don't watch a lot of stuff anymore because I read. Um, okay, music. Oh, wait, hang on. I got to pull out my Spotify rap. I only listen to stuff that is from over 10 years old. Not like the 1900s, but you know. <laughs> the 1900s. But you know, like early mid 2000s maybe a little bit of 2010s um or taylor swift or olivia rodrigo like that's all i listen to or broadway but i digress i digress anyway uh miss taylor swift came out with two taylor's versions in 2023 in case y'all didn't know she also had the eras tour but we're not going to talk about that because i'm ugh. anyway so i am a speak now girly i just have such great memories of that album and everything and i love the whole fairy tale vibe so I was really excited for the Taylor's version of Speak Now. Um, and I was I was working during the summer at camp and I was just super pumped. And one of my friends at camp was who was to, also a Swifty, she was super excited about it. She like brought me a Speak Now friendship bracelet that I wore all the time. Yeah. That she like made for the concert that she went to. It came out and I like I was excited for the vault tracks, but I wasn't like, oh my gosh. I gotta say, they're not my favorite out of all the vault tracks that I have released. They were more of like the speak now blend of pop country genre over like the fairy tale storytelling vibe that I like. Mm-hmm. So like they're not ones that I go for. Yeah. But at that point I was like, okay, 1989's next, definitely. Um, that's not my favorite album. However, the vault tracks 
are going to be so good. And boy, was I right. I listened to them the first time. I was like, okay, these are really good. I listened to them the second time and I was like, these are okay. And then I just kept on listening to them. And now I just jam out all the time. Miss Olivia Rodrigo released her album Guts and... I was like, ooh, can she do it again after Sour? And Vampire came out. We all know I love that one. And then Guts came out. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't think there's a single skip on there for me, which is always a plus. So that's the music that I listen to. Just everything on repeat, especially whenever I listen on Spotify, because it just plays the same songs over and over <laughs> again. And I'm like, I've listened to this song 18 times in the past week. Mine's changed since we talked about our rap. Talk about our what? Our wrapped. Oh, our Spotify wrapped? Well, mine's Apple, but oh. <laughs> I don't do the Spotify. Oh, okay. I was like, it can't change. <laughs> Mine did. Um, Sleep Token became number one. <laughs> You're like, I just really like this vibe. I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> and when you listen to it on repeat all the time. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Um. So my top five artists are Sleep Token, The Used, Florence and the Machine, Hosier, and Fall Out Boy. That also makes a yeah. lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm not shocked by anything on mine, but my top song is still Paradise Lost by The Used, though, so I feel like that's accurate. And, uh, yeah, my top albums were Take Me Back to Eden by Sleep Token, uh, Heartwork Deluxe, The Used, which is also one of my top favorite albums, Dance Fever by Florence and the Machine, Bleed American by Jimmy World, and Homesick Special Edition by Data Remember. So I feel like <laughs> it tracks. It tracks. <laughs> you know, metal, alternative. Yeah. Email. We're all very true to character, I gotta yeah. say. Yeah. Indeed. Which is why majority of my favorites are K-pop related. Because several of them released albums this past year, including uh, solos by three or four individuals of BTS. Um, but all of my talk songs are surprisingly by a different K-pop group that I don't typically listen to as much as BTS. Um, but four out of the five were all from them in the same album. <laughs> Goodness. Um, and then the last one's from uh, Jimin from BTS. So that was fun. My top artist was Stray Kids. That was not surprising considering how much I listened to the five-star album Walls at Work. Um, just on repeat continuously. Um, I did forget until I was looking through this that Paramore technically released an album this mm -hmm. year. And I got to see that in concert. So that was cool. And then um, as typical, other than Stray Kids and BTS being my top two artists, Paramore and 21 Pilots are also listed. Fun. But yeah, a lot of a lot of my stuff from this year is just is just K-pop. Like on my top songs of 2023, if, if, if any member of BTS released an album, at least one of those songs is on here. And then just other K-pop groups are like, if they released an album, there's at least one song on here. <laughs> I gotta tell you, there's someone I watch. Your laptop just fell. I, I'm aware. There's someone I watch on YouTube who does like author tube and everything, but she really likes K-pop and mm -hmm. K-dramas. Mm -hmm. So anytime she gets on those tangents, I like have to skip through it because <laughs> I'm just like, like it's so weird to me. Yeah. Just like the whole how how it all works mm -hmm. that like I don't understand it. But mm -hmm. then I was like thinking about it in like. A perspective of what I enjoy and I was like okay I can understand it kind of yeah but still like 
It's just there's a guy I watch on YouTube called Edvasion, and he talks about like the K-pop world and stuff mm-hmm. and like cultural things with that. Mm-hmm. And I really, really enjoy that. He made himself into a K-pop idol. Like he did like the face tune mm-hmm. and like created a whole K-pop mm-hmm. artist, like uh, upper, and, what are they called? Debuts or the up and comers before their debut. There's like a name. Like they're not quite a K-pop artist yet, but they're being trained. <laughs> Like that whole thing. Or is it training? (laughs) Something like that. Training cadets. It was. I'm confused as to where that was going. The specific thing where I was like, I had to see it from like a my perspective was uh, the girl was talking about having to take her photo cards off Mm -hmm. of like we're covering her refrigerator and her like landlord or someone was coming in and she was like, I got to take all this down. I don't want to look weird. And I was like, having like photos, like so many of like pop stars is kind of weird to me. But then I was like, girl, in in your 1989 album that you got in 2014, there's Polaroid pictures of Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. I definitely put those on a wall. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not that that yeah. weird. It's, it's similar, just the, very similar to that. It's just that it's a different uh-huh. thing than you understand. Yeah, I'm all for like, do you like? I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was just like, <laughs> I personally don't understand the obsession with collecting photo cards as much. Like I know that would be similar to like collecting other types of cards for like like baseball cards and stuff. Yeah, like see, that. I just don't get the whole collector mentality. But <laughs> it's like different because to get those things for K-pop groups, you have to buy albums because they come in the albums. And yeah. You don't know which one comes in there. Yeah. So you're just buying bunches and bunches of albums. Consumerism. Yeah, that. that's what the whole k-pop industry is about is yes. capitalism basically yes and then she'll like talk about like oh so and so is my bias and i'm like what does that mean her favorite member her of favorite. the group i mean i figured that one out but then it was like second at like the second one whatever that was called and i was like her like, bias wrecker <laughs> like it's so i don't know i think it's interesting but i just there's a whole, i'm not in that world i will say I'm, I'm, about K-pop. I'm not a k-pop person like i'm not like i'm not a pop person mm-hmm. as y'all know i mean y'all just no. listen to what my favorites were but what i am vapor i'm very interested in the culture like the and i've you know i watched webtoons and stuff with like k-pop artists in it but it uh but like the culture of like what the artists have to go through because the music industry here is so vicious Mm -hmm. and so insidious like it just it drains an Mm -hmm. artist but nowhere near the way that it is with k-pop artists Mm -hmm. like they're literally slaves yeah and we'll yes they are slaves to the contract that they signed like i learned that years ago Mm -hmm. i was watching a simmer of all Mm -hmm. things who was talking about k-pop and Mm -hmm. i was just like what in the world yeah But I was like, that's just how it is. Like, this has actually been a thing for a while. Yeah. I didn't understand until recently the whole payment thing about it because, like, once they debut as a group, technically the money that they earn goes back to paying the company first oh, yeah. before they get the money. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I bet. For training. And- yeah. For all the, the charges the company spent on them. But then, like, I wonder how different that is from, like, boy bands, you know, especially boy bands from, like, the 90s. Like, mm-hmm. who was, was it, like, Jamie French or someone who made 
a video or something. Someone made a video that kind of touched on that. And I don't Jamie remember. French did something because, like, was it Aaron Carter was in Pops, like, the pop star movie? And then there was another one that was, like, all of those little pop stars. Mm-hmm. Someone did a video something. that kind of, like, researched it. It might have been someone else, but kind of, like, dug it into was a little bit. Guy. It was uh I'll have to research a little the bit. The guy who was the owner of a, yeah, the yeah. manager of it. it yeah, was and Jamie it was just, French. like, slimy type. It is very Shady slimy. stuff. We're, like, taking advantage of these you know, talented dreamers, basically, mm-hmm. and, you know, taking all their money and then whatever, which it's like that in a lot of different fields where fame is involved. Anyway, I don't know why I got off into K-pop. <laughs> I just had questions yeah. and had statements. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, it's very interesting. I, you know, like I said, not a K-pop person, but the whole not dating thing kills me. We all know they're secretly dating someone. <laughs> Each other? They can't. Could be. They can't publicly <laughs> announce that they're dating anybody. Like, they can never get married or anything. Oh, there is literally a thing with the big, like, t- their version of TMZ about every year at the beginning of the year. So, like, New Year's, mm-hmm. they'll release who was, like, the couple that was secretly dating the past year. They do that every Or it, like, drums up a lot of talk, though, yeah. you know. And they say that they'll release a dating scandal of a K-pop artist if, like, there's something big going on in the country if they're trying to like get your oh, mind off of wild yeah. wild kid. Mm-hmm. shockingly that's yeah. so freaking weird it is. anyway anyway okay favorite books uh, maybe so I have favorite books books that surprised me and books that disappointed me well, <laughs> I only read 12 I don't have a lot of favorite oh oh I read 111 books this year I wanted to make it to 100 and then I wanted to make it to 110. And then I did not want to make it to 111, but the times were trying at that point. Mm-hmm. The mafia romance about did me in. So <laughs> <laughs> the dark romances and the mafia romances. Therefore, none of my favorites are of that genre. Okay, so I had only two books that were not rereads, I think, that were five stars, like straight up five stars. Because I don't hand them out like candy, contrary to what people say. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, So one of my five stars, and it's funny because I was complaining about it earlier, but was Fourth Wing. Um, It just, (laughs) it just like reignited like the fantasy, romanticy love for me. Um, It just had like those nostalgic qualities that I really love. And honestly, I was listening to it earlier while cleaning and refreshing my brain for our fourth ring, fourth wing episodes. (laughs) That's what uh, book five is called. (laughs) Um, Read into it as much as you want to. It probably means nothing. Um, (laughs) It's the fourth ring of hell. Fourth ring. Fourth ring of hell. Yeah, that's where Zayden's at. But um, (laughs) I'm not spoiling a single thing because I am joking. (laughs) Anyway, what was I saying? I don't know. It just, it, it did a lot. I think it was the book of the year for a lot of people in a lot of places. And I really enjoyed it and gave it five stars. Another five star for me was Happy Place by Emily Henry. And since then, I've read another book by her. And I've just decided I really like her writing. She's like, it's romance, but it's very like real and like women's fiction-y. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where I'm like, these characters could be real people. 
And also her banter was solid. I love her writing. And also I started Happy Place while on the beach at sunset. And you know, that just like, Mm -hmm. it's a vibe. Mm -hmm. It's a vibe. So that one was really cute. And then I have some runner-ups, which was just whenever I made our uh, 2023 favorites list um, or post on Instagram. Peyton had like 10, and I was like, I need more than two. (laughs) So I was like, I need more than two. So I came up with five. So I have Powerless by Lauren Roberts, which is another romanticy. It's YA romanticy, which really helps my little pea brain. But um, (laughs) I loved it. It's like enemies to lovers. It's like... Throne of Glass, Hunger Games. It's very mm-hmm. much Hunger Games. Um, it, it was giving me Aladdin at one point. It's just a lot of fun. And I'm really excited for the sequel. I'm going to have to reread the first book before like I read the sequel. kind of got me interested in reading it. You can borrow it. I can borrow it from the library. Thank you. Yeah, you need to read Crescent City 2 first. <laughs> I, it'll, it's low on the list right now. Let okay. me just put it that way. Um, another one was, uh, so the Boys of Tommen series, which is my little, my little Irish teenagers in the mid 2000s, love them. But so like Binding 13, all those, but two of the other books came out in 2023. And like, I'm talking, these books were a thousand pages, a romance, mm-hmm. a journey. Like there's some deep topics, trigger warnings, look them up, but, uh, the second one or the fourth one in the series the second one of this couple redeeming six i i think i gave 4.75 stars like it had me crying i was all about it thousand pages read it and probably four days you know it's not me reading kingdom of ash or anything in three days but it's reading a lot in a short amount of time and then also um another like romance series that i think i started in late 2022 but then more of the books came out this past year and a lot of the romance girlies have been talking about it it's the windy city series which follows um a bunch of different athletes mm-hmm. uh so the first one's hockey and it's a hockey player and the flight and attendant and then the second one is the uh a basketball player and then uh his sister's best friend and that one's the right move and that one i i just it was so cute it had a lot going for it i think i gave it 4.75 4.5 really enjoyed it before i start off on my favorites i do want to go ahead and do my webtoons so i don't forget okay, go for it. there's a few that finished up this year and i wanted to give them shout outs because i really enjoyed them so true beauty finished out this year uh yeah finished out this year it was great happily ever afterwards shadow broad and long after the ending they were all super cute and so i married an anti-fan um those i think I think that one wasn't an original webtoon, but anyway. 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 Those are just honorable mentions of webtoons if you're looking for a webtoon. As far as my favorites go, <laughs> the list is long and they're not all five stars, as Caitlin likes to point out. I was so confused. I was like, it's four stars, which four stars for you is like, it, it did pretty good. And four stars for me could mean anything. <laughs> four stars for me. Okay, so these would be like 4.75. Like, I really enjoyed them. There was just like maybe Honey, a few that things. rounds up. Yeah. That bugs me so much on Goodreads when they were they gave a book four stars and they're like four point seven five, loved it. And I'm like, did did we take math? No. <laughs> well. Anyway, you can do what you want to do. I just will make fun of it. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, because you give fours to literally everyone. 
I've declared this year to be the one where we are docking it down. <laughs> if I don't like it, you no. don't like it. So um, this is my year of darkness, apparently, by my first two. Um, Perfume by Patrick Suskind. Very messed up book. Very fun read. I wouldn't say fun, but it's very like... <laughs> you said dark. It's dark. so much it's fun. So fun. <laughs> no, um, this is like... It's about sense, like, and that is such an really yes. And like, the guy has no scent, like, he doesn't smell of anything, but he has like a super heightened sense of smell. And so, you go through the book, like, I don't know, there's something so primal about the sense of like your scent and like smelling. I know I read a lot of fey books, you know, mm -hmm. and that's such a I don't know, it's just a really interesting thing. Like, in the first part of it, he's a baby and he doesn't have a scent, and um, he's like thrown like his mother gives him away i'm not going to go into detail about that because it's kind of traumatic but they give him to a wet nurse and the wet nurse is like he doesn't have a scent he doesn't smell like a baby like this isn't a human because you know that's such a primal thing yeah. is like a, a woman's you know a baby scent to a woman mm-hmm. and i don't know i would have never thought of that had it not been for that book like the you know what we connect to smell that we ne- we don't realize on a normal basis anyway but uh we have always lived in the castle by shirley jackson it's a very fun time i've talked about it a lot on here so i'm not gonna go into detail uh i started outlander the show and the never finish it but i'm still on the first season of the show because i can't (laughs) i got a little bit further than that because i can't like so (laughs) i was like i really want to read the books and so i just started reading the book and i've finished i'm i've finished uh the first and second one and they're both wonderful but i was like i'm scared to finish to finish watching this season because i don't know if i can watch it (laughs) because i read it second round i was like this is horrible it is awful like i was like i don't know so i haven't i haven't built myself up to watch it yeah because it's traumatic i may yeah yeah i I may skip i got to whatever season where they went to an island whenever i watched it in college i'm not and then in my rewatch i got to brianna and i was like absolutely not i'm not there yet um i guess i'd be on season two like i just finished season two technically because i've only read the first two books uh long books by the way Mm -hmm. uh i read the virgin suicides that was a fun one it was it was i need to quit saying that um everything's fun that shouldn't be no this was like it was not one perspective it was like a community like these boys that watched these four sisters like it was a community like that was who was telling the story was Mm -hmm. all of them like it wasn't just i saw or it was we saw we you know it it's very interesting in how it was written but it's about uh these four sisters and i'll let you guess what they do and then the only good indians by stephen graham jones which is amazing i read that at the beach i don't know if it's a beach read but it was fun i read sharp objects on the beach not a beach (laughs) read there were children around me and i'm yelling at peyton like what what am i reading did you have a fun time yeah i can't remember anything about it but it was great in the moment yeah it's probably like the best thriller i've read maybe Mm -hmm. i haven't read i've read like 
three or four honestly <laughs> honestly for me it is my it's my favorite thriller mm-hmm. um dragonfly and amber so outlander again i'll be gone in the dark i've discussed that one mm-hmm. i'm gonna save one of my favorites to do my surprise uh mary and awakening in terror was one of my favorites it's like a not quite a Carrie retelling, but it was inspired by Carrie. And I really enjoyed that. And then no one should be surprised, Crescent City. Um, amazing. Like I did not expect to give it a five stars, but by golly, by the I end woke of it, up and I saw that and I was like, You finished it? You gave it five stars? <laughs> and I had three hundred pages left and I was like, I don't even know if I'm gonna give it four stars at this point. I I don't know. It just hit it hit hard it hit and I was some. just I was like <laughs> oh yes this is perfect but anyway those are my favorites Everybody got any favorite books yeah sorry I got kicked out all of, out of all of my Instagram accounts so I'm having fun right now um <laughs> <laughs> me last night <laughs> that's why i was trying to like peyton had that pulled up like yeah. on instagram but i was like oh. yours is on there too i'll just pull it up <laughs> for you oh i got logged back into our account but okay. now on my other accounts i'm like i don't know how to get into them anymore you changed the password <laughs> i guess i'm gonna have to um i had i was sending links to emails because i was like i have no clue what the password is okay so i have five favorites from this year um one of them is a favorite also an unexpected book i don't know what i was expecting when i read this anyway two are a given one is fourth wing the other one is a court of wings and ruin i like that one because it has the most action in it out of all of them so mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like so random for me but i'm like akor like anyone i've ever seen who's like akor oh my gosh love it i'm like really okay you do you <laughs> I also (laughs) liked uh, Assistant to the Villain, which uh, the author of it posted like a ton of it on Instagram, uh, not Instagram, TikTok, which Mm -hmm. is where I saw initial parts of it, but then kind of forgot that it was a a thing. And then I- A book, yeah. Yeah, I saw the book and went, oh. (laughs) That silly thing. So I I liked it because I liked that- the dynamic between the villain and and her it was really interesting and it did end on a cliffhanger so it's already been confirmed there's a book too um it is one that i read like 130 something pages and then stopped for i don't know how long and then finally picked it up again so i was like what is going i remember that life (laughs) um the next thing i read is actually a manga and it's uh volume one of the yakuza's bias which i knew was going to be funny as hell because the japanese yakuza becoming a a hella k-pop fan and all the stuff surrounding that it was grand grand book two was even funnier because there was the the lion king scene at one part oh my gosh i was like this is so funny (laughs) i had to take a picture of it and send it to (laughs) sila And then the last book I read, I also read at the beach. And it's a a translation of a Korean book. It's called The Cabinet, which is like a bunch of mini stories, like all, but it like, it has a central story too, but it like talks about a bunch of different people at the same time. And I went to look on Goodreads because I was like, what, what rating did I give this? And I gave it four stars. And I was like, this is in my mind a five star. And then I went, wait, the four stars is because of the end of this book where there was a lot of- (laughs) That's what usually does it for me too. Because there was out of nowhere a lot of gore, and I was like, why? Uh, no, no. We had really interesting beach reads, it sounds like. 
we're like, all just sitting there with our really dark books and we're like well, like at the beginning of the book or just like talking about the case of their files on each of these individual people who yeah. have like different things happening with them like one had a, a tree growing out of his pinky and things like See, that. i would have like that makes me sick well, just the thought of that. well that and then the person who had like a, a lizard as their tongue that was that was weird too anyways that gives me parent trap it's a bunch of weird <laughs> things like that but then at the end <laughs> it's giving meredith <laughs> it's like all of these things but all of these are files that this main guy is the one like protecting the secrets of and like this other organization is after them so at the end of the book is the organization coming after this dude and like torturing him so a bunch of it was like gore for like the stuff that they were doing to him and i was like why is this here and that's why it was four stars you're probably one of many readers who thought the same thing i think i saw the like goodreads rating for that and i was like horror the ending was the horror of this one would you call it horrible (laughs) no (laughs) no is it my turn okay these are books that surprised me I always love books that surprise me just for whatever reason. Like maybe I don't know how much I end up enjoying it, but it doesn't quite meet that favorite status. So the first one I read early in 2023 and it was called Iced Out by C. Ritchie. And it was uh, MM, hockey players, enemies to lovers. They are on the same team, all right. And it was just like, I mean, it had like, you know, what you ex- would expect for, from that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I learned a lot about hockey. <laughs> but uh, then it also had like the emotional aspect. And I, I've read like a couple of other books by that author. And that one's still like my favorite. Another one, another hockey one was The Play by L. Kennedy, which she has two very popular series. The first one is the Off Campus series, which I love. And then there's the Briar U series. And I kind of stopped after the second book for a while, but then they got on KU, so I continued on. And I just like this one kind of came out of nowhere. It was like, like the girl had a boyfriend at the beginning. So like her and the guy and the guy had like was like, I'm focusing on hockey and everything. I'm not get into relationships so he and the girl were just friends so it's basically friends to lovers Mm -hmm. but then like the way that their relationship built i was like this is really darn cute yeah friends to lovers can be good it just depends Mm -hmm. on how it's written yeah another one was called you and me by tal bauer which i read another book by him this past month and i didn't really love it but this one shocked me like I was crying it was like emotional and just like I was like I gotta give it five stars like you know it came out of nowhere and that one like I didn't really know what I was getting into but it was like two two like grown fathers (laughs) whose sons were friends and then they just kind of met and you know we're friends hanging out and then they were just like wait a second we're kind of attracted to each other <laughs> wait a second and it, it was it was like cute but also super emotional because mm-hmm. they had their own and their kids had their own going on mm-hmm. another one and this was one i've been putting off for years by emily henry people we meet on vacation and that was for my tbr jar of something or another Oh, least favorite trope, friends to lovers. Mm-hmm. This one is ultimate friends to lovers. And I like really ended up enjoying it. This is like everyone's least favorite by her. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it. I have one more book that I need to read by her, which is Beach Read, which is a lot of people's favorites. But it's like, you know, mid-January right now. And I'm like, do I want to read a book called Beach Read right now? Mm-hmm. Probably not. So I need to go back to the beach and read it, I guess. No, you want to read it just to feel warmth right now. <laughs> I'm not in that mood quite yet. Maybe next week. 
when it snows. When it's nine degrees outside. Another one I'd been putting off for a really long time, and I was surprised by, just naturally surprised by, was Crescent City. What? I sat, after Peyton finished it, I was like, by golly, I'm going to finish this today. Sat my booty right there, read 300 pages, and I book hangover afterwards because i was yeah. like what in the world now is it my favorite 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 mm-hmm, favorite sjm book no because it took me forever to get through that first chunk it's my favorite first book of a series mm-hmm. by her. yeah well that i was shot by that because usually the first one I really, really liked A Court of Thorns and Roses mm-hmm. the first time. Throne of Glass was kind of mid for me. Mm-hmm. So that was like the first one I ever read by her way mm-hmm. back whenever I was like mm-hmm. 16, 17. So it just like, I mean, I'm going to reread it this year. I'll mm-hmm. get to that. But it just like holds a special place in my heart. Which th- that's the age range you're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. And I love YA fantasy, evidently. A Court of Thorns and Roses was my first like new adult Mm-hmm. fantasy romantasy mm-hmm. book and i really really enjoyed that throne of glass was kind of mid for me i enjoyed it i went back and read the second one and i'm so glad i did because it truly af- does get better after that i was yeah. you know in hook line and sinker mm-hmm. and uh i absolutely love the series like it's my favorite series by her mm-hmm. forget that i read <laughs> we crazy. were like we were like little babies <laughs> in high school like <laughs> y'all there wasn't a reading order or anything mm-hmm. like pe- there wasn't crossover or anything like mm-hmm. you didn't have to read everything every series and read mm-hmm. series and you just read throne of glass and went about your way uh-huh. yeah. you would like selena sarah dothy and love her uh dorian or kale Aylin who <laughs> <laughs> who's that who's that fairies i thought there was just a talking doorknob you know yeah yeah i did read that you know however many years ago that was i have one more that surprised me and whether or not this is in a good or bad way it's your choice and that is haunting adeline y'all and it's funny because i finished the second book last week and it just it wasn't it but that first one i don't know why and it wasn't the romance it was the plot Mm -hmm. but i did that second one i was just trying to get through it that first one though it got me every day i was like i cannot wait to read this i don't know what that says about me and honestly i don't care yeah but the fact that i was rooting for zade meadows in the second book at one point gave you pause (laughs) i was just like like he's the better option right now what is that mean old girl states that she's like you stalked me and he was like it's not that bad what are you talking about and i'm like honey it's really not that bad it's not that deep uh yeah i i could not get into haunting adeline i told you to walk away so (laughs) i'm very good at being like peyton do not read it yeah yeah she is she saved my life a few times Mm -hmm. it ends with us do do not read it uh i also don't want you to read stuff that i enjoyed in any capacity because i will tear it down (laughs) and that like i know you won't like Mm -hmm. so so i'm next my first surprise was in a dark dark wood by ruth ware i'm not sure if i read this in a day or two days i made a little cute little post on instagram like this is my book this is my coffee and i grabbed this book like years ago in a thrift store i paid 75 cents for it Mm -hmm. and i read it so fast (laughs) when i picked it up and actually started reading it don't you love it when that happens i mean it was magical it was just one of those where you're just like oh yeah you know i'll pick this old thing up i'll pick it up whatever and i you know by the first page i was like Mm -hmm. wow 
And so I just kept reading, kept reading, kept reading, and it was gone. It was, I mean, it was such a good book. I've been seeing a lot of Ruth Ware lately. I recommend her. I've been looking for, uh, I think it's called The Lion Game. They oddly did not have it at Barnes & Noble when I went the mm. other day. But, you know, that's our Barnes & Noble for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I got forced into a Barnes & Noble. That, <laughs> speaking of uh, 2023, <laughs> the end of it. I got forced into getting a membership to Barnes & Noble. Usually they ask. Yeah. Kaylin was like, what do you mean forced? Like, <laughs> like, she was typing in my information suddenly. <laughs> like the suddenly girl, I was telling her my social. I don't know what happened. <laughs> the girl was like, do you have a membership card? And I was like, no, I don't. And she's like, let me get you signed up real quick. And then it was like, it was happening. And I you can't say no. <laughs> I mean. You're like, this nice lady is helping me buy these books. Yeah. I was like. These are presents. I can't just say no. May spit on them. Uh, oh, that's because there's a free tier now, isn't there? I guess. I God, I hope so. Well, they, <laughs> they changed it. That's why I can't remember. Like, yeah. well, I need to get on that. It, you know, it's not worth. Like, it, I mean, it. So mm-hmm. it, it involves stamps, and you get yeah. like ten stamps, and so like oh, each one yeah. of them's ten dollars. It's automatic. It's not like they actually give you a little stamp. I was like, I can't keep up with that. No, it, it's automatically. It'll email you like it's when on you your, get, get, get it. But you get it for like every $10 you spend, you get a stamp. I yeah. got mine quick. <laughs> yeah. So like you get $100. And then when you get 10 stamps, you get $5 off. So is it worth it? The math ain't math. And- yeah, probably not. You got a percentage off with each purchase still though. You might. I probably. I think um, you do. I don't know about that because I wasn't given the details of the membership because it was forced upon me. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. Um, I bought a, a book half price the other day. And then the other one that shocked me. Are you ready, Caitlin? Do you remember? I had a surprise oh, yeah. for you. <laughs> I told you I forgot. I'm like, ready for what? <laughs> the Mind series. Really? Yes. Uh, I, I only read The Risk, but... I was reading it. I was like, man, I'm going to hate this. I know because like dark romance. I'm not It's a fan. really like not what you would like those covers you would expect a lot, but it's really not. It's really not. And so like I started reading this and I'm like, why is this a good time? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having yeah. fun reading yeah. this. So yeah, that was it was it was a good time. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I may pick up the other one. I'm kind of scared for a lot of reasons. <laughs> really like there's just like some dark stuff that happens mm-hmm. and maybe like the fourth one yeah where like they get into like what happened Mm -hmm. to make her that way but um like the fifth one a little bit of course Mm -hmm. but yeah like it's not the craziest you know but like for what it was Mm -hmm. i really like it was Mm -hmm. a fun time so yeah if that's considered dark romance it is that's my dark romance serial killer well (laughs) as far as dark romances go i don't know what i don't know hunting adeline was yeah um so that was my so i got like three out of four of my goal of Mm -hmm. my tbr in a jar goal only one i didn't get was my uh author of color i think Mm -hmm. and that's only because i'm halfway through with three musketeers and i'm listening to it on audio so i apologize but i do i had to dnf my last one i'm sorry y'all you had like 10 though (laughs) i was so close i I had two days left in the month and i was like i can't do this anymore I had four, and so I'm kind of glad I got what I got done. Um, I I have an excuse, but I'm not going to use it. 
Because I was like so close and then like December happened and I was like. Year new you. I don't do anything. Um, yeah. But yeah. There's that. That's all I got. You have books well, that surprised you? I have one, which is one I already talked about my favorite cabinet. So <laughs> it was shocking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it. It was shocking. <laughs> it was shocking. Okay. Here's the books that disappointed me. So all of these are uh, sequels and series because, you know, you, you're excited. You're ready for it. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out and you're like really excited. I I gave all these books five stars on Goodreads, I got to say, because I'm a crazy person. <laughs> yes, and if I are. love the characters and I love the series, I'm not going to like. And also it's yeah, like, right. like like that initial impression and mm-hmm. like you go through the different stages of like, how do I feel? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first one, I prepped for this too. I reread The Infernal Devices, which I hadn't read in over 10 years. I reread the first two in the last hour series to prepare for Chain of Thorns by Cassandra Clare within the Shadowhunter universe. And I was so excited. I went to the Walmart. I went down the book aisle. The Walmart. It's called The Walmart to me. Oh man. I didn't realize how Southern you were. Okay. It's, it started as a joke, but now I can't stop. <laughs> That's how much I put started. it in my cart. I started it. I was so excited. And I she was. She takes it to the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Do they still have those yes. anywhere? Okay. There's one in. Okay. Anyway, I was so like stuck in my head about the family tree of this series because this is like the prequel to um, the Mortal Instruments and everything. This is like the series that would come like right before it um i was so stuck on the family tree which they state like oh don't believe everything on the family tree but i was like no like some stuff i don't believe but this i'm pretty solid about and something happens to a character which messes everything up and that character existing gave me a reason to like another character so i was Mm -hmm. really you know shipping it shipping it and then it's crashing and burning and i'm like surely they're gonna bring them back surely Mm -hmm. this isn't the end and i was just holding on to it so bad Mm -hmm. and then the book just ended and i was like what about them what happened i mean i know what happened i read it but why didn't they why didn't they come back i was so disappointed and then there was a friendship that like wasn't mended and i was like we're just gonna leave on those terms yeah like i was kind of pissed off about that so i gave that book um, I think I gave it five stars initially, but I'm a crazy person, but I would not give it five stars now. I would need to reread it and then reassess. Another one I read kind of in the same vein. I was really excited for this book and the couple featured in this book because you see them in the background of the other books. And then I wasn't the only person, all the girlies on the booktubes and the bookstagrams feel the same way. And that was uh, Things We Left Behind by Lucy Score, which is in the Knockemout series. And this one follows Sloan and Lucian and their ultimate enemies to lovers have been for years, years. Mm-hmm. And then we get to this one and like, it was just, it just wasn't the enemies to lovers that I wanted. There was like such focus on this outside plot and i'm like i'm reading a romance i don't really care about this mystery plot right now i gotta Mm -hmm. say i need a little bit more because it would just like take you out of the scene and go follow him at his work and everything Mm -hmm. and he's just thinking about her and i'm like no i need some interaction yeah and then it got physical really quick and then like we slowly got into the emotional part Mm -hmm. and it just it just wasn't structured in the way that i wanted their story to go which was a disappointment and then another one was Iron Flame. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say there. I think I've talked about it, and I think we'll talk about it again. I think we might uh, be doing it, so at one point. <laughs> Maybe I'll like it more the second time around. 
I don't remember enough of it to say whether I like or disliked it at this point. I think, like, I say I don't believe in overhype, but I think I hyped myself up like I always do for things. And I remember trying to calm myself down, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't calm down Mm -hmm. about it. And then I started it, and I was so into it. And then there was And then just the way that things were happening, and it wasn't happening how I wanted it to, and other things were happening. Too much was happening. And there was some errors involved. There's a lot. Yeah. We won't, we won't go into details about it because yeah. uh, we may make a whole season of a podcast yeah. about it. <laughs> anyway. Only three books disappointed me. The other ones I went in knowing mm, this might not come out very well. So I have a question. Huh. What? Should I go in chronological order? Go in the order of your heart's desire. Silver Flames disappointed me. I knew I knew at a certain point that you weren't gonna write it I didn't love it as high as I feel like there's the silver flame girlies and then there's the not silver yeah. flame girlies um I like Nesta mm-hmm. I like Cassian I kind of like their story but some of the plot wasn't plotting the way I felt See, like it I don't have. remember the plot so I didn't care um and that's all I'm gonna say about that I've talked about silver flames before sprays of the year some of the plot wasn't plotting <laughs> Minus what plot? <laughs> what plot? <laughs> the silent patient. Yeah, it disappointed. Um, this was my first uh, thriller after re- reading Gillian Flynn, mm-hmm. and so it was. It was like, oh, I thought this would be set up better. Me with the writing of the housemaid after reading Gillian Flynn. Yeah. I was like, this is crap. <laughs> like, and every time anyone talks about Frida McFadden, I'm like. They're like, her writing is so good. And I'm like, where? Have y'all read Gillian Flynn? <laughs> uh, look her up. There's a lot of people I work with that I'm like, mm. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. You just can't beat her, I guess. Because every time I try to read a thriller, there's some that, that hit. But every time I try to read a thriller that's not hers, I'm like. With thrillers, I, I want to like have to stop and think about it. Yeah. You and she that. did that for me. She she does a very good job of setting it up, even with mm-hmm. an unreliable narrator, and making it smartly mm-hmm. gives you know give decisions and like the the psychological aspects yeah. always there in a very interesting way. So yeah, um, the silent patient. I kind of knew where it was going, and it was kind of disappointing. On that same note, there was one that was recommended to me. Uh, this time last year, I think. And it was like, oh, if you like Akatar, you'll like this. And it's free on KU. Just never a good sign. <laughs> and so, so if you like Akatar, you'll like this. I like never dressed. I know. But like they had it set up so good and like thanks. I was like, ooh, this sounds like it'll be fun. What lies beyond the veil? It sounds like it'd be a fun time. It it was it was a it was a good coming out of a fevered state read <laughs> let me put it that way literally a fevered state i will say even in my fevered state <laughs> i figured out what was going on pretty quick i was like man he's this dude and then lo and behold he is also in it i hate to bring this up but i really kind of do <laughs> so in it there is so much talk of how 
big the guy's area is. The whole area. (laughs) Apparently, it takes up the whole area is what I'm saying. Bless him. But, like, never, uh, like, that's it. That's all they say is, like, large and in charge. How huge, how huge everything is. And I'm like, she's like, you're going to break me and stuff. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, what is going on? Why is this? I read a lot of romance. I'm, like, not phased by this. I mean, it's not that. It was just, like, the. I'm not either. (laughs) It was just, like, I don't know. It was not set up the right way is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like, the writing of it was not, like. I'm really, like, picky about my fantasy in general. Yeah. And, like, titles like that, KU, I don't know. I'm not trying to be, like, "Mm," but it's just the way I am. It was one of the first things I put on my KU Mm -hmm. when I first got KU. And I was like, oh, I'll read this eventually. And then I was like, I don't know if I I trust it anymore. And then I was like, I'm in a fevered state. It's now or never. Might as well. (laughs) It's now or never. I don't have monster romances right now. Goodness. Goodness. We are not getting into that. That was what disappointed me. Do you have a disappointment, Reba? Besides me. (laughs) It's a joke. (laughs) Okay. That's what I tell my parents. The first one I have is I want to die, but I want to eat Topolki, which is a recording of dialogues with the author and her psychiatrist over like a 12 week period. And then she has like micro essays and then like some excerpts from like the journal she had at the time. And it's one of the books that some of the members of BTS have read because there's like an entire list of books that they've read which some of them sound interesting but this is the one that's the most hyped so i read it and i was like i don't get what the hype is basically that doesn't sound like a fun time it would well (laughs) the only thing i find interesting about it is what it shows about one her psychiatrist because there were times i remember thinking to myself what is this psychiatrist saying to her because that's no I wonder if it has more to do culturally. That, than... That's part of it. That's the other thing that was inter- interesting about it is how that could be different culturally, like her thoughts about like why she has depression and like why mm-hmm. she thinks this or acts this way is a lot of cultural stuff. But a lot of what her psychiatrist said to her to fix these things, I was like, do what ah! now, sir? I was like, mm. No, I don't know if that's a good idea, but okay. Like, I don't have a degree in this, but. (laughs) So I ended up just kind of being like disappointed, like, because a lot of people who read it in the K-pop community too, like, were like, oh, this is so good. Like, it gives you so much to think about, like you and your life. And I was like, this. They're full of I'm yeah, just I was gonna like, say that. I'm like, no. This, They're just saying that. <laughs> this was nothing to really hype up about. Like, it's interesting as, as far as the cultural perspective, but like, as far as like applying any of this to myself, no. <laughs> like, any of like the the things that are like talked about, like how could I like better maybe yourself? That's yeah, better thing. myself. It's not uh, applicable. 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 Yes. Applicable. 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 <laughs> You can't apply. Pling, pling, a pling, pling, a pling, pling, a pling, a pling, a pling. Round, round, no joke, clock, round, round. Rapid doesn't reference. She wasn't in middle school choir with us. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing is it's not applicable to you because you're not in that culture. So you don't see, oh, maybe this 
is something that i mean i understand it but uh, it's it, you need to find like the americanized version version like. of it <laughs> the western version yeah and then the other book it didn't disappoint me as much was when i read the thursday murder club and so and i've heard people talk about this yeah book. i have too i did the other day watching something it's like i've heard of that one so it's good like i like the overall story like the whole like these people who live in a retirement village make this club and they talk about case files and oh plop there's a case right in front Mm -hmm. of them and they help solve it kind of thing um there's like some really witty things that happen that make it funny too but there are so many parts of it that i was like this is boring af why is this here (laughs) like huge chunks of it like in between like seeing because it it flipped point of view several times Mm -hmm. Like, it would be, like, the people who were involved in, like, the actual part of the murder, like, the people who died, like, their perspective before they died, and then, like, the people around those people, and then the people at the retirement village, so them and the cops, so it's, like, flipping all the time, depending on what's happening, and that would be fine, but, like, there are so many chunks that are just boring parts, Mm -hmm. and then the other thing is, is right there at the end, where they're figuring out who the killer of these two people are i got really confused because it was a lot of you have to read between the lines and this one part that they're talking about to figure out like what is actually being said and i did not get it until i read the last couple of pages because they finally explicitly stated and i was like that was so confusing for absolutely zero reasons fourth wing it's me reading everything like that's what they meant like i was going through it fast because it was good and i was reading that part and i was like i kind of get what's happening here but i don't get the context of why this person committed the murder like i i understood who it was but i didn't understand the why and then why this person killed a different person years ago that was also related to this current day murder and i was like this i'm so confused yeah (laughs) so it was good overall except for like those things to me (laughs) which made me just end up being disappointed but will i read the rest of the series probably because i think it'll Um, still be fun yeah okay anything else about 2023 no what about uh do we talk want to talk about which overall goals we marked off as far as like nothing i marked off three thank you what goals uh, did you accomplish? Let's talk about those. I definitely completed the drink more wine. <laughs> um, I did get my first tattoo. And then reading one book a month, so 12 books for 2023, I completed that. I did read, uh, uh, my goal was like 30 books and I read 40. My goal was 80. I already stated how many I read. Um, I had some writing goals. I did finish writing a book. The rest of that I didn't do. My work goals... Eh, my self goals skincare i mean it's not it's not that deep y'all we wash our face we uh try and help out some acne stuff eat hot we moisturize chip and die. what <laughs> eat hot chip and that was die. oddly specific peyton <laughs> uh podcast goals work on the instagram some which we did we are currently at 168 followers. We just want to keep on rising. Yeah, and the rest of it. <laughs> you know, I need to figure out what goal setting works for me. We're still working on that. Work on self. There we go. Now, you, so you don't have your are. 2024 goals? I have the old ones I'm going to put on the new list, but I don't remember what my new items were. 
Okay, let me go through mine real quick. 2024 goals. I'm not a huge, like, revamp my life person, but I get excited and I fade into the hype and then I'll fall off the wagon by February. It's just a fun little cycle. And then I start back up whenever I'm feeling really down and need to fill up again. Comes with the seasons, you know. So my goal for my reading goals, 85 books, but like, in all seriousness, 100 I want to reread the Throne of Glass series and read it in the, I think it's the romantic order, which is what the girl, the girlies recommend it. And I am against it. I'm going to read Assassin's Blade first. And then I'm, I am going to do the tandem read because I read it back in the day. Well, they were coming out. Mm-hmm. So these things do not exist. And I've never read Assassin's Blade. And uh, Peyton got it for me for Christmas and birthday. So appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, I said read more fantasy and thrillers. So like kind of diversify genres. Mm-hmm. I don't. You did it. Yeah. These are new goals too. Oh, oh, sorry. These are my new goals. I forgot. Sorry. I'm Just tired. In the last two minutes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Imogen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to try and like book journal more do reviews which I always start off doing and then I fall off but I never remember what I read like I can never tell you anything about any book (laughs) (laughs) so I need to do it like as soon as possible I wish there was something you could do like thug notes because that's been the most fun thing to like after I get done with it like a lit book is going and watching the thug notes I mean helps me like it just it's enjoyable and like you get jokes with it yeah uh my writing goals i want to finish draft one of my nano story which i got to the third act and i was like bye and i hadn't finished doing my outline which it was a rewrite anyway so it shouldn't it shouldn't be hard right (laughs) i want to revise my um like rom-com holiday-ish story i would love to look into self-publishing that one so we'll see i've been looking a little bit but it's it's a lot it's a lot um and then draft a new book which i do not need to do but that's where the fun is Mm -hmm. so and then i have some work goals goals that I'm not going to get into self goals I need to move my body so that I'm not in pain all the time we'll see if that helps which I've been trying to stretch every day Peyton and I were all both on the floor earlier <laughs> I was like Reba's gonna walk out here and be like what in the world yeah we're both in child's pose just butt in the air <laughs> I'm sore from yesterday because I did like a fitness class I was told it was like aerobics and yoga and I get in and it's a full Tabata class so I'm dead. You're like, um, lies. Lies. So two entirely different things. <laughs> I said, try new foods and meals because I'm very, very weird about food. Uh, make sure I'm planning out my week and sticking to my to-do list, which I also have this thing where like, I get really defeated if I don't accomplish enough on my to-do list. Yeah. Like yesterday, I couldn't because I didn't get like home until seven something. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was like, well, my night is shot. So, you know, giving myself grace, but also understanding like I need to get done mm-hmm. and not putting on too much of myself because I have uh, time blindness. Yeah. Which is a, a symptom of a, my undiagnosed disorder, mm-hmm. as well as uh, executive dysfunction. I also have that. So I have all the things. All of the things. <laughs> I want to set like a cleaning schedule for myself, but also I am great about just doing everything in one day. Like I don't want to, you know, at the end of the night, 
clean my kitchen. Yeah. Like I just want to clean every part of my house on one day while I'm at it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this one's fun. Stop putting things off because of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, my other one was get out of town every once in a while. Cause I realize sometimes I'm like, I haven't crossed that bridge in six months. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's sad. Like this place. We'll have to start planning dates where we. Go we really need to bridge, go across the bridge. We really but... need. We need like podcast dates, and uh-huh. then like get out and about. Reba, you can come, or we can go over to you. I need to get out of this town. Mm-hmm. I'm towns. I hate this county. This town is so washed up. I mean. And then I have some podcast goals. Keep up with Instagram. I would love to reach, I mean, more than 300 followers, but we're 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 going to do what we can. Post as often as possible. Kind of just be consistent. I would love to have editing days for the podcast, or at least just like not be editing on Monday nights. (laughs) Yeah. Which, I mean, usually if I'm editing on a Monday, I just like sit my butt down Mm -hmm. and I'm just like there for an hour and a half. See, my goal is always like, oh, I'll write podcast notes once a week. And then that way, when it comes that week, I don't. But you're like, I'm not in the mood. (laughs) Exactly. I'm, I'm like, such a powerful procrastinator I can mm-hmm. get so much done and it's beautiful mm-hmm. but I gotta do it last minute mm-hmm. I've always been like that that's well you know that's we, the ADHD. we gave ourselves two weeks and I was like oh I'll have time and then like this week rolls around and I'm like I haven't done that <laughs> I, I need to get on that uh, schedule content out ahead of time which we have done and I would also love to revamp our logo so yeah that was on our goal for like yeah you know we try and sometimes we forget to try well, and we what, talked about it, but then we never really discussed any ideas for it. And so we just kind of went to the wayside. <laughs> I think we need to have another photo shoot. Probably. Next time. Next. Y'all got any plans, goalies, for the year? Uh, I'm currently making a temperature blanket. I'm terrified for next week because I don't. <laughs> it's just blue. <laughs> I don't have I don't have one for the 20s because I didn't project. Why not? Because it was supposed to be. The- El Nino. Because it's going to reach the singles. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be, uh, you know, the average tip, like the daily average is mine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it's never that. Like, I looked it up for like the last two years and it's never been like the daily average. But <laughs> <laughs> That's is, funny, it called, is it called the El Nino? Is that what it's called? I've heard the term before. It's some weather pattern, like yeah. every so many years this mm-hmm. comes through. And also, I was told if you have a very stormy spring and summer, which we did, mm-hmm. that your winter's going to be... So mm-hmm. not in those yeah. words, they would never say that, but <laughs> I have the color, I, I have the color picked out. I just haven't bought it to make it on my blanket. You're going to need to, yeah. you know, it's, um, but it's you're cute. Stuck at home. <laughs> it's the Daisy blanket. Y'all have seen. It's the one reason I'm glad Mike made it today. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so much reading time. That I- Me with the ice storm waiting on Akamath being like, I can't read it. <laughs> yeah. That would have been absolute hell. I hated like the couple of days I had to wait to get mine because I was so in the middle of another state that was less populated than it is around here and i was like i can't get echo math yeah yeah. like it was at the beginning of my reading journey and i just read akatar and i was so excited for Mm math for whatever reason i'm Mm -hmm. so excited and then there's a freaking ice storm and i was like i'm not gonna get my package anytime soon yeah (laughs) i had nothing to read because i was at my parents house i may or may not make a crochet book thing 
I think now that I've upped my goal to 50, I am, or not crochet, a cross stitch book thing, um, you know, where it shows like what genre you read and all that for the year. I'm probably going to start that. And I got to make a few uh, blankets for baby blankets because I got a little babies being born. And uh, I'm going to try to make some more cutesy stuff to maybe sell uh also i want to get back into nail polish i'm trying to already like i have been this last week making sure to paint my nails regularly because i was a full-time caretaker for um probably the last four months of the year and Mm -hmm. before that i was there was a lot of abrupt times where like i would be in the middle of painting my nails and then i had to go help change diapers or something Mm -hmm. and I you know I I just never felt like I had enough time Mm -hmm. to do it and you know enjoy it so I'm excited to uh, get back into that and get back into fitness Um, I was always trying to stay like in the gym and eating right but you know stress and then like yeah all that it just never worked out so this year I'm definitely I have no excuses so I can't just be like oh well I can't go because of this this and this Mm -hmm. so I'm definitely excited to get back into that. Um, I hope to watch a bit more TV than I did last year. A bit more, you know, movies and stuff. Go out and watch movies more because I only watched one movies in the theater. One movie in the theaters. I said the plurals backwards. (laughs) One Um, movies. (laughs) One movies in the theater. One movie at the theaters. And, um... I, yeah, I just, I'll, also my goal for this year in books is like 50 books, so. I think we should, yeah, should go on more mini trips. Yeah, we should, we should plan some, some gal things. I'm such like a homebody, but I am tired of like, I don't know, I don't, like the last few months, the last couple of months really, I think because of my parent situation, I've like wanted to be at my house by myself more. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, okay, I have my house together. So I don't feel the need to like be here during my free time. I want to go out and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't really know until recently that there is a train stop nearby uh mm-hmm. for one of the large like amtrak trains yeah oh. but it's one line that goes directly to nashville when you go north and then directly to Nor- new orleans if you go south expensive though have you seen that i'm not taking a train anywhere you have fun with your other <laughs> friends i would but i would dress Girl up on the and train be rid- that's gonna be me i would dress up and be ridiculous <laughs> like you would want to kick me <laughs> off the train <laughs> like 1920s <laughs> if i'm on a train i'm in like europe you know yeah yeah it was just an idea but i guess it's that's a great idea, idea. Rita. you just need to find different friends <laughs> to do it with sad <laughs> Ooh, i got a trip idea we should try and see if we can kind of planes trains or automobiles it is not no john candy we in walk sight in? unfortunately R.I.P. But uh, there's this place in Georgia that's like supposed to be like fantasy esque. Oh, like there's a few story, places like that. Yeah, like storybook kind of, mm-hmm. and like you can rent a cottage and stuff. Yes, there is. How expensive are these places? I haven't looked into it, but. I don't know. We might need to look and see if that would be like a fun reader's getaway or something. Yeah. Oh, love it. There's also a place in Tennessee. I'm sorry too. to we'll shoot you down. 
too. Most of the time I hear them about in Georgia. Yeah. Anyway, so this year's theme is do it for the plot. And I did remember one of the new things I came up with, which was take myself on more solo dates, which sounds terrifying. Most of the time <laughs> it's the, I want to go someplace. I'll ask someone else if they want to go with me. And majority of the time, all of them are like, I'm busy. So then I end up either not going or maybe sometimes I will go by myself. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I say yes more to yourself. Yeah, that's 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 the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of mine is similar to Caitlin's and getting myself to move more. So previously last year, I wrote workout at least three times per week. But mostly I just want to walk, like have a period of time where I walk every single day just to move other mm-hmm. than because I move at work, but not like that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, once again, work more thoroughly on studying Korean. I have kept up with my Duolingo. We're like 560 something day streak. That's insane. Um, I'm at 280. I'm at like 350. So early 350. Yeah, no, I'm waiting for the next 40 days so I can get another streak freeze. Anyway. <laughs> Man, when I, I would lose so hard when Mamal, I just forget to do it sometimes. When Mamal died and then I got the flu, I was like, "Please let me have enough streak freezes because I You're don't. Like, I am going through it. <laughs> like I was like, I'm not emotionally okay enough to think about doing French yeah. lessons, and then I'm like, I'm not physically okay enough to be doing French lessons. Like no." You're just like trying to do the talking part. (laughs) You know, I did skip the talking part for Mm -hmm. a whole week because I could not speak. Like I did that at camp. I always skip the talking because I'm like, I don't want people. There are people in here. (laughs) You know, when I was on my when I was on vacation with my boyfriend, I would have to go someplace Uh like away from them to do it because I was like, I feel like this is the most annoying thing. I mean, it is, but no, it you're doing it and your mother's doing it and you're doing it and then your mother decides oh I need to do that right now and she's learning the same language you are that's annoying (laughs) that's also my mother also I discovered something today so the reason I wanted to learn French is because I you know I read a lot of French books but also I have some Cajun blood and you know I hear a lot of Cajuns Mm -hmm. on the internet because I you know I just enjoy listening to them or you know so the first guy I ever watched on TikTok was this guy named Jay and he did education so he would talk <laughs> so he would like teach you like cuss words and stuff in French and he's like no don't go around telling people this you gotta promise me to be nice in the comments I, and I was looking at him up. I was like where did oh you know I haven't seen him in a while and I looked him up he's like completely off of social media deleted his whole thing I can only find like where that people have stitched him and I'm like what happened to Jay what happened I need him back I have no Cajun blood despite what you think evidently <laughs> no that was just when I was a kid I just assumed you're like oh your mother's from Louisiana surely and I'm like my grandparents were are born in the Midwest they're transplants <laughs> <laughs> they moved there for work yeah but when, when I was a kid, I was always like, oh, you know, your family's from Louisiana, too. You must have, you know. I used to get so excited, and you're like, no. You're like, I'm wider you're than like I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Next on my list is basically save more money, uh, this time for three reasons. One, for us to go on more trips. Uh, two, to pay the people I owe, including Caitlin. Um, I'm glad you remembered. I've been trying not to mention it. It's it's not going to happen till later when I move to a new apartment and I can actually afford to pay you back. But you got me about four, four more payments left. Yeah, no, I was going to give you a lump sum. <laughs> Great. And then pay off 
the debts because student loans and other things. Yeah, and, that's always fun. And because I am going to end up moving to a new apartment, I've got to buy furniture. So, and then I have two more things. One is I didn't do this at all last year. I bought a new journal just for this, which is writing a journal more often because I know this can be a stress like a stress relief kind of thing for me Mm -hmm. and I should do it more often for that reason and I just still haven't done it (laughs) do you just like free flow from brain or do you do like prompts no free flow it's just whatever is on my mind I just start writing absolutely like absolutely not that would be be chaos I have to be in like a super high emotional state and it's always like super emo I am so paranoid I'm like people are gonna find this you should read my old journals it's all emo it's very emo (laughs) um and then the last one is a new ear piercing which actually almost happened this month I just I gave myself one (laughs) Um, my ear was hurting me like so you just poked it with a needle no (laughs) yes (laughs) well that's originally what what I did. No, like, listen. make the pain mean something. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, for our listeners, I have my industrial pierced. I gave myself an industrial piercing. And, uh, like, I stuck the needle in me. And, uh, anyway, it was bothering me. And this has been done for years. Like, I've had it done for five, six years, something like that. And I took the barbell out to, uh, cause it was bothering me while I was sick. Well, then I forgot to put it back in for a couple days. Oh and no. The, like it had closed up a little bit. So I just like shoved it through and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, baby. I, I was just her. like, I was just like, I don't have any needles. Let's just do this. Ow. So yeah, I was rough. It only hurt for a day. So it's fine. <laughs> for a day. <laughs> Beauty is pain. You're like, I was already sick. Like, I was already sick. It's fine. Well, there's like different kinds of piercings that I want. I can't remember what the other one's called, but I want to get the third on my low well. Yeah. I would like a tragus piercing to go with my industrial once that heals up again. <laughs> I have zero piercings, so. I know. That's why I bought you clip-on earrings before. Those things hurt. hurt. Yeah. I mean, I was all about them whenever I was younger, but no. Like, I just don't care. Wearing the ear cuff can sometimes hurt, too. Yeah, because you got to wear it. You got to tighten it on. Anything else? I think that's it. That's all of mine until I can remember what other new goals I had that I don't remember. <laughs> that's okay. This episode is an hour and 50 minutes long. Yeah, it's, and it's almost now. <laughs> I'm like, we got to another episode? Because I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I still got to do my Duolingo. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> anyway, um, we are looking forward to what this year brings uh what the podcast brings on for us what our new adventures are gonna be because we are going places and we are doing things and we are meeting our goals and creating new ones if needed Mm -hmm. just trying to better ourselves we're getting closer and closer to 30 so we really need to get our together Right, right. I was going to do 30 things to do by the time I was 30, but then I was like, that's a big number. I know I got three years, but that's a big number. That's a big I've been going to seven. We're old ladies. Uh, Evidently. <laughs> I am 26. Thank you. Do not round me up. But not much longer. <laughs> do not round me up. I got five more months. I've been 27 for like mm, three months. I, I round myself up early. <laughs> I like, to think about how old By I like am. end of September, early October, I'm already calling myself the new age. I felt really bad because I had to think about how old my boyfriend was. I was like, he's not 30 yet. And then I'm like, yeah, he is. He's 30. <laughs> he definitely had a birthday. I can't remember how old anyone is anymore. I'm just at that point. Anyway, as I said, 
Thank you so much for listening. Um, we will continue on with Fourth Wing next week. Uh, we're going to record it at some point and <laughs> uh, continue on that journey as well. So remember to follow us on Instagram at Let's Call It Nothing Pod. We'd love to have you there. We've been very active on there lately as much as we can be. And yeah, I think that's it. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.